everybody. This is Two Girls, One Ghost. Two Girls, One Ghost. <laughs> I'm Corinne. And I'm Sabrina. Welcome back yes. to episode four. I, I've been having nightmares even thinking yeah. about it. Should we just talk about the thing that we've been waiting to talk about first before we go into stories? I think we have to. I think we have to. Yeah. Because <laughs> it's also the scariest thing. Yep. So if anyone has been on Facebook or Twitter or really any social media platform, you might have seen uh, Dear David, which is probably the scariest, like, (laughs) real-life documentation of paranormal activity. Terrifying. It's terrifying. Yeah. And it has to do with dreams. And this week, we're doing dreams. dreams. So it actually works perfectly for recording this episode. So basically... This guy, Adam Ellis, his apartment is haunted. He said, what was it, that he was experiencing sleep paralysis Mm -hmm. when he saw a child sitting at the foot of his bed. It was either the foot, we should have looked this up, but it was either the foot of his bed or the the kid was in the rocking chair or something like that. Oh, it was totally in the rocking chair. Adam has this green plastic rocking chair that he has in his apartment. And um, so he was experiencing sleep paralysis and... There's this kid rocking in the chair, and he had a dented one half of his upper face was completely dented and like smashed in. And yeah. Adam's an illustrator, so he actually did a little doodle of it, a drawing of it, which makes it worse because it's scarier that way. He's a scary, angry-looking kid with just like a chunk of his head missing. Yeah, it's like that punk kid. Oh, Sabrina sh- pulled up the photo, and she's showing it to me right now. <laughs> But okay, so he, yeah, so he had sleep paralysis and saw this ghost kid or whatever it is sitting in his rocking chair and he couldn't move. And then he started, didn't the little kid get out of the chair and start moving towards the bed? Mm -hmm. I'll just read a little bit from his tweets. Yeah, good idea. Should I do that? Mm -hmm. So he said, right before he reached my bed, I woke up screaming. I had another dream a few nights later where I was in a library and a girl came up to me and said, you've seen Dear David, haven't you? I was like, who? And she said, Dear David, you saw him. She continued, he's dead. He only appears at midnight and you can ask him two questions if you say, Dear David, first. Then she added, but never try to ask him a third question or he'll kill you. Then David came back in another dream, same situation. I was in bed, and he was sitting in the rocking chair near the window staring at me. In the dream, I say, Dear David, how did you die? He mumbles, an accident in a store. I say, Dear David, what happened in the store? He groans. A shelf was pushed on my head. I'm frozen with fear. I ask, who pushed the shelf? David doesn't answer. Which, okay, so here... Here's my question. On his third question, he didn't say Dear David before. So does it count as his third question? Oh, good point. I don't know. But it's still a question. It's a question. But the the girl in the library said you can ask him two questions so long as you say Dear David first. Right. I don't know. But the whole thing. So basically, I mean, the way that it's set up and the way that he's writing it um, and that part, writing his dreams, it seems almost like this scripted sort of thing but he actually is documenting what's really happening in his apartment so after that happened and he had this dream he moved to a different apartment he's still in the same complex but 
it was like upstairs yeah something became vacant and it was bigger or whatever so he moved and then a few months go by nothing happens and then his cats it was his cats his cat started at midnight oh, would yeah. sit by the front door with their tails all like just bushled got full up body and, chills yeah as leia just walks into my closet <laughs> bye leia <laughs> thanks for protecting me yeah, the cat started doing that, and he would look through the peephole. Oh, yes. And so he took pictures through the peephole, and there was, like, a shadow that he saw moving. And then he, I mean, it, it keeps going on where he starts seeing, he starts taking pictures, and, like, he uses a Polaroid camera, and every time he takes a picture of the hallway, it's, it's completely pitch black. blacked out. Like, it looks like someone did a Sharpie on it. But then he took right. a photo on his iphone to contrast it and the iphone came out perfectly and then i but then the the other picture that freaks me out the most is when he backs up and takes the picture i don't know what isn't you're it like about but i'm I, getting scared here i'm gonna find it there's a comparison of two pictures he because someone i guess suggested on like replied to his tweet and said and he takes one with his iphone yeah or because i guess he was taking a picture like the pictures when he was in the hallway but so yeah, he, oh, they yes. recommended I know that they take the picture about. from inside the his apartment with the yeah. Door so open. he's like fifteen feet back with his front door yeah. open. He's standing like deep in his living room or kitchen or something, taking these photos, and from far away, on the Polaroid, the hallway is still completely pitch black. Completely black, but on the, his iPhone, it looks normal how it is with the light on and yeah. everything. And he bought. Oh, so he bought nanny cams, too, because he's gone frequently, which also you yeah. shouldn't advertise online that you're out of your house. That's how people get robbed. Yeah, but no one knows where exactly yeah, he Yeah, I lives. guess he's not like this big Unless celebrity. his friends are robbing him, which is like get some new friends. Well, I'm friends. just thinking Hillary know. Duff. That happened to Hillary Duff the other day. <laughs> really? Yeah, she like posted a Poor picture Hillary. On, on vacation and then someone went and robbed her house. But I forgot what I was saying um nanny cams. oh yeah yeah so he bought the nanny cams and so he's been actually posting real footage of his nanny cams for the rocking chair in the middle of the night because you'll get a notification when the sensor goes off that there's movement so the rocking chair the one that david first appeared in in his dream was rocking just so he, <laughs> adam sent but did i okay did i say did i say that if you ask a third question david tries to kill yes. you so I mean, who knows if that third question actually counts, but the fact that he thinks that he might be killed. I know. By this ghost kid. Oh, and they said that the way to, be- like, he gets called upon at midnight, right? And it's or kind that's of like, like when he appears or something. Or he only appears at in midnight. In the dreams, like I assume, because the activity in the guy's apartment is happening. I read one yeah. of his tweets that said it was between, like, midnight and, like, 4 a.m. And the cats, I don't know if well, you saw the ones that he did. It was his cat. One of his cats is walking and then all of a sudden like looks down and tries to jump over thing that isn't there on the ground. Nope. Oh, oops. No, thank you. And then another one of his cats is just sitting there. And I don't know. I mean, maybe you can attest to this because you have a cat. But his cat, he said it was abnormal behavior for his cat. But it was just like looking around like it was following something. And then it tried to swat at something. Like it kept getting up and like like swatting, like reaching across the couch trying to swat something. I don't know. I mean, that could be, it could totally be the ghost. But I mean, there are times where Leia see bu- sees bugs that I could never yeah. see with my eyes. And she just tries to catch them. So I feel like the big question too is like, is this something that this guy's just 
creating because it's fun to look at. I really, I would love that because I've been having nightmares. Me too. I don't, I, I'm not I don't kidding. go to the bathroom like, in the I middle of the sleep. night anymore. Corinne, I have to. I, like, I don't know why I feel like an old woman now, but I pee at least once or twice every yeah, no, night in too. the middle of the night. But I try to, I try to make and, it to like 5 a.m. where the light's starting to come up. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I, I feel like I can't I can't control it and I wake up at like 3 a.m. every That's single the night. That's hour. Yes, Wait. I know. And then I have to wash my hands and it's I you've seen my room. I have a, a three mirrored closet which faces my yeah. massive mirror over my sink. And I too I'm many just mirrors. Like, just look down. Just look down. Yeah, don't look in. I'm almost like I don't I don't need to wash my hands. <laughs> the, so it was a few days after I read the Dear David, but I got up, I walked to the bathroom, and I look up at the oven and it's exactly 12 o'clock oh man that i almost terrifying. started crying i just zoomed into the bathroom oh and you have to walk into a hallway don't you <laughs> there's so much darkness yeah so that's why i've been trying to hold my pee but i believe it like so many um, people are saying oh i absolutely believe it and wait okay i almost don't want to say the like the name you know i feel like it's i don't want to wait did we not say it we yeah we totally did we did. said it but maybe it's oh, one but of those ev- bloody mary things. we haven't said it in repetition don't mm-hmm. say it but every night i won't every night when i'm going to bed when i'm closing my eyes i'll like be reading a nice light book yeah. or like having just watched a nice light show because i know this has been freaking me out the past few nights but i close my eyes and i the first thing that comes to my mind and I start repeating his name in my head because (gasps) you know one of those things that you can't you can't avoid it so I instantly I'll like try to stop myself before I say it a third time and I'll be like Leia Leia yeah (laughs) try to get Leia to distract me or that's terrifying but it's I haven't done the repetition thing but I definitely think about it and I consciously say like don't say the name because I don't want to I know but I've I've only said it in my head but I like does that do the same thing I don't don't know know. we're saying it also last night this is terrifying. Last night, I and I think I'm totally making this up because I've been so freaked yeah. out about it. I think this is totally in my subconscious. But I woke up and went to the bathroom, and then I was laying in bed, and I was, and Nick was passed out, like dead rock solid sleep. But so I'm laying in bed, and I swear I hear something whisper, Sabrina, Sabrina, and, what? Yes. But I, I really think it was just in my subconscious because I think I was just freaking out so much yeah. by it. And I just shut my eyes and put the covers over my head. I, I have not slept with my limbs outside of the bed because I'm too scared. Nothing's ever happened in your apartment before, right? No, 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 no. And I kind of, this brings up another thing I was talking to Nick about. And I was, I was saying how scared I've been about this. And he asked why we are doing this. I think about that all the time. <laughs> And you and I have had that conversation where what if because we're doing this, we're just... We're opening ourselves up Asking, yeah. Which, as much as I don't want to admit to it or I don't want to deal with it, it is a huge fear of mine and I think of a lot. Me too. But if something serious happened, I think we would just stop. Yeah. But then it's like, is it too late? But then it's also like, what if we both die? What the fuck? <laughs> and my heart no I one knows know we just like di- and we I'm so scared. but we just disappear off the face of the earth like the jameson yeah. family actually i was thinking about something similar today i don't remember where i read it there was a guy that was investigating 
aliens when he had sent his mom this like frantic message and basically told her he was like i found out too much there are people after me and i don't think i'm gonna survive and then he went missing or something oh my the gosh. next day so his mom was like oh he he warned me that he knew too much about this topic and that people were after him because he had certain knowledge of certain things he shouldn't and now he's missing but then at that point you also there's nothing you can do i know like what do you do you yourself try to retrace his steps and then you're the next one to go yeah and you get yourself in trouble there's nothing really though i feel like on our topic that (laughs) from what we talk about hopefully that's too much we just got to be careful i think if we laugh about it and if we try to make light of it a little bit more or like even just like at the end of end of our recordings you and i just make light of it then it won't be as scary scary well some woman Um, when i was in high school i don't remember what her relation was to my mom if she knew her at all but she went up to my mom and said your daughter needs to protect herself my mom was like uh what and basically told my mom that she knew my energy was too open and that I was vulnerable to a certain spirits, which makes sense because I had a ton of experiences when I was, like, in middle right. school and high school. So we started... But that's terrifying to be told Oh, that. I know. And I wasn't even there. So I had my mom come back and be like, a woman told me that you need to protect yourself. So... Oh, my god! I think it might have been someone, a woman that, like, does the card readings or I don't remember who. But anyway... We looked up a bunch of different ways to do that. And one of the things, and I still do it sometimes when I'm feeling a little bit vulnerable, is you close your eyes and you visualize yourself being wrapped in like a silk thread. And it can be whatever color you want. I mean, it just comes to your own imagination. And then it can go whatever speed, but you have to have it start at the crown of your head and wait until it goes all the way and wraps around your toes. And that's like your protection that actually sounds really soothing it is but when i did it i did it with my mom and one of my friends the very first time and it's so weird because i don't know if it's just my brain being stubborn or if this is like a legit thing but they finished so much quicker than me and i couldn't speed up the speed of my thread and mine was like painfully slow so it took me probably 15 minutes to wrap myself but it's a good exercise wait time out time out um I have not been able to see you for 10 minutes and it's really Wait, Sabrina, can you, are you fucking kidding me? No, I'm serious. It says poor connection, video will resume automatically. Can we just re- Yeah, uh, recall me, recall. Okay, okay, well. Can you see me? Okay, yeah, thank goodness. Oh my god, that (laughs) made me so scared. I just didn't want to say anything because I was like, no, that's not weird. But then I started hearing things and freaking myself out and I needed to see Well, my roommate is watching TV. So maybe you heard that in the background. No, I heard things in my apartment. Oh, okay. Well, I just got, I I got really nervous too when you said that because I actually had, I think I've told you this before, but when I was in high school, I was Skyping with my friend Meg and it was just like a loud ringing noise or something and then all of a sudden the skype disconnected and when i called her back she was frightened she was like there was a black mist that came over you in the in the screen before we disconnected and she didn't i just called her back and i was like whoops lost connection and she's like uh fuck no we didn't something made us lose connection like you had no idea yeah 
there's kind of off topic, but there's a solar flare that's being sent towards Earth right now. What does that mean? Which is, it's basically, it just comes off the sun. Oh, that's how the northern lights happen, right? Yeah, but I, I guess it's something that's going to, it's, okay, it says the strongest solar flare in a decade. And there's this whole article about how it's going to affect Earth. But I guess there's the last really strong solar flare really didn't do much damage because in the 1800s or something that where technology wasn't that big of a deal. But it has potential to really affect our electronics and we're so dependent on electricity. Well, the world is basically ending. Everyone's so concerned about all these things that are happening in the presidency and all these politics. But I'm like, dude, we have like... And then all the Three hurricanes. hurricanes wreaking havoc right now. We've got a solar flare yeah. coming. We've got some of the worst. We have massive wildfires in Los Angeles, California, yeah. Montana, like tch. Colorado. Don't worry everywhere. about who's president. We're not going to last very long. I'm yeah. convinced. Um, well, now that we are sufficiently spooked, should we tell our own dream stories, experiences? Yeah, mine is not really scary. Do you want to go first? Okay. Wait, do we have an order? Mine is very scary. So maybe I should go first and then you can go second. Okay. I don't know if I've told you this story, but okay. So so basically, I'm trying to think the best way to tell it. So when we graduated, graduated college, my dad took me, my brother, my sister, and my grandma out to dinner. And we were having a normal conversation. And for some reason, it got to re- reoccurring dreams. And I started telling this dream that I used to have all the time as a kid. It was, and it was, it was reoccurring. And every time I had it, it was like me in that present time. So, so like I would go to sleep that night in a certain set of pajamas and in the dream, I'd be wearing that pajama set, you know, I already have the chills. So it would start out, I would go to sleep in real life and I'd wake up in my dream. And I felt like this thing was pulling me towards my sister's room. And the way our house was set up, it was Basically, I was on one side of the hallway and my sister was all the way on the other side of the hallway. So I felt like I was being pulled to my sister's room. So I would walk there. It was, and I just, it played out so slow in my mind. But the second I opened my sister's door, there were these black and white things kind of fighting over her. Like evil versus good. Yeah. Like I always got like a weird feeling from it in my dream. And then I'd wake up from my dream. So I was telling this dream to my family and like conversation continued, dinner ended, my dad dropped us off at like some college graduation party and then I'm hanging out with people and my dad sends me a text, hey, do you have time tomorrow before I take off, like before I fly home to sit down and grab drinks? There's something that you said tonight that kind of really bothered me and I need to talk to you about it. Did you have any inclination that he was going to discuss the dream? No, zero idea. And I text him back. I was like, you can't just say that. You have to tell me what it's about. Like, that freaks me out, yeah. you know? He goes, it's it's about your dream. It happened. Oh, my and God. Oh, my God. Oh, my I, God. Yes. <sighs> I, I, I freaked out. And he told me, he, he's like, don't. And I also said a few other dreams. So I wasn't sure 100% what dream he was talking to. So. So spooked. And then. So the next day we go and he was saying, like, not that this matters. Okay, so I go and meet him at his hotel and we sit down at the bar and he's drinking a Bloody Mary. Of course. And he's, he's like, what do you want to drink? Bloody Mary. Yeah. The scariest said, drink. What do you want to drink? The scariest drink ever. 
he said, what do you want to drink? And I was like, um, I don't fucking care. Tell me what the hell's going on. He's like trying to have small talk. How are you? How was your night? Blah, blah, blah. And I said, okay, like, what's up? Like, what was your text about? You're freaking me out. I've been right. thinking about it nonstop. And he goes, I've never told anyone this story. Not even your mother. And he says, when we first moved into our house in Branchburg, which is in New Jersey, I was four. My sister was six. And my brother wasn't born yet, so we had an au pair. So it was my sister and I, and we had our own rooms, and then an au pair in another room. But my dad was like, my dad fell asleep on the couch, and it was maybe a few days after we had moved in. He fell on the, fell asleep on the couch watching TV, and wakes up to this like really weird noise. And it's late; everyone's sleeping, so he turns the TV off. He thinks maybe it was just something on the TV that woke him up. He turns the TV off, and Starts kind of just checking the house, making sure all the doors are locked and turning mm-hmm. on the lights off. And then he walks upstairs and he goes to check on me. I'm sleeping peacefully in my bed. And then he goes towards the, to the other end of the hallway and checks, just lo- listens into the au pair's room to hear if, just hear if she's awake or anything. And there's no noise coming from her room. So then he goes across and goes to my sister's door and he says the second he opened her door he felt like the air out of like sucked out of the room like everything you imagine and everything every everyone says that happens when like spirits are around happened to him and he felt immediately unwelcomed and he starts to walk closer like go into my sister's room because he just doesn't feel safe and apparently out of my sister comes this like deep guttural voice that says get out no and my dad, oh, my dad has had a lot of... Why do you have this yes. story? Why did this happen to you? It, it's terrifying. Wait, keep going. <laughs> I'm so he, maybe going to cry. <laughs> maybe going to be unable to speak once I hear this, but... Yeah. I'm so he goes to my sister, because, I mean, it's my, it's his daughter, you know, and she's six years old. So he goes to my sister and shakes her. And, like, basically yells, says, leave my daughter alone. And my sister wakes up and she like doesn't have any aware, like she doesn't, she isn't aware of anything that's going on. You know, she was just sleeping. So my dad brings her to go to sleep in their bedroom. Then the next morning, my dad just turned to my mom and was like, we need to get the house blessed tomorrow. I mean, it was a normal thing to do. We had just moved into it, you know? Mm-hmm. Oh my God, you're black. Wait, stop. Sabrina? Corinne, wait, why You're is black. this doing You're this? Black. I don't like this at all. Okay, call me, call me. You call me. Okay. There we go, there we oh go. Oh my gosh. Why so many technical <sighs> difficulties? I'm going to... I, I need don't to know. do some incense in my room tonight. Yeah. I don't know what I'm going to do tonight because Nick is in Minnesota You're okay. Now. It's still laid out. I think maybe it's just our phones. It's probably my phone because... Recently, I've been having a hard time hearing on my phone. I think the speaker's going out. I think it's just a piece of shit. Yep. That's, that's what it is. That's what it is. That's what it is. Glad we okay, figured that out. All right. So, so we went to um, bless the house. So my dad told my mom the next morning, said he, he was like, we need to bless the house. Um, and didn't explain why. It made sense. It was a new house. It wasn't anything out of the ordinary. Right. And my dad said that he never had any issues with it again but I had that dream a few other times and I don't know in 
I don't know if it was years or if it was just that that small amount of time between when we moved in and then also and when it got blessed and I just had it multiple times but being between that time I don't know but yeah does your so basically I saw the spirits like fighting over my sister sister know this story no she has no idea mom know this story nope do they know we have a podcast nope no idea all right so maybe they'll never know i hope not that is by far the scariest real life story i've ever heard it's you have the scariest story i've ever heard (laughs) good Uh, that makes me feel great but (laughs) well at least it's better now like your dad got a blast and you guys didn't have any issues after but holy shit yeah i mean that house that house was totally spiritual and it had after that there were there was a mom and a kid they're the spirits that were in our house and but we never had bad experiences with them it was always very friendly and protective that's why i think like too when you get a house blessed it it recognizes who the good ones are and who are not and hopefully flushes yeah. just the bad out. Oh, man. My mom, I was talking to her earlier. And we were actually bringing up, because we, in our first episode, when we did the haunted hotels, neither of our hotels really had people that died there. Or some of the people that were haunting right. hadn't died there. So we were talking about like residual yeah. energy and how do spirits just move to a different place. My mom was like, why right. did you even bring that up? Like, we built two of our houses that we've lived in both of them have had spiritual plenty of spiritual activity she was like so right you don't need to actually have something happen in that house for things to come and show up and it's really weird because my my parents neither of their family homes that they grew up in were haunted and still to this day my grandparents both sets of grandparents live in those houses so when we go home Hmm. or when my parents go to visit their moms and dads they go to their childhood home neither of them are haunted all three houses my parents have lived in as a married couple have been haunted the first one my mom said the very first day it was in guilford new hampshire she said the very first day that they moved in immediately the ghost made himself known he was the whistler she said right away he started whistling (laughs) he would whistle and he'd flush the toilet and then he followed them to <laughs> Littleton, New Hampshire, because they built a house in Littleton, New Hampshire. Wow. And my brother was born in Littleton. So me and my brother, I was Guilford. My brother was Littleton. Uh-huh. And then he followed them there. And then I had some, I'll talk about it on a different podcast because this one's scary enough. Right. Or different podcast, <laughs> different episode. Um, there were some presences that were not too pure there some demonic sort of things there and then in our current house there's just a a million and a half that come and go only a few have stayed long term and they're nice ones that's good the the last thing i'll say about that story is that we used to my sisters used to be very mean like a terrible mean sister and like also to my parents Mm -hmm. um so we used to joke and call her the devil and after I heard this story with my dad, I'm like, oh, it all makes sense. Maybe she was. Maybe she actually was part of the devil and had a demon inside of her. I just wonder, That's- so your dream, the fact that it was like the the two spirits battling over, or like the white and the dark mm-hmm. over her body, it makes me wonder if it was like the demonic presence and then maybe her guardian angel or something trying to like right. fight, like don't enter my 
right? Trying to like save yeah. her. It almost it reminds me sort of of Insidious. Did you see that movie? Oh my god, that movie is still one of the most terrifying ghost movies I've yeah. ever seen. Whenever I start to get sort of pulled, like my body feeling like it's gonna do the whole astral travel thing. Mm -hmm. I think of that and I just try, I fight it so, so hard. I've actually, I don't know if I've told you this, but it happened to me one time. Really? What? Yeah, I know. It's really weird. Okay. Well, it was just, I was having, I was napping. It was in junior or senior year of college and we were doing frulers. So when you go to like the frat formal and you decorate the cooler and one of our friends, I know, one of our friends (laughs) Um, coming over to paint and Marissa was in the living room and I was like taking a quick nap and I was going to wake up but I got stuck in sleep paralysis so I couldn't wake up when I wanted to and I felt the pulling the pulling like the ringing around my ears and our friend came up to the door and rang the doorbell and I I think just the mix of everything all at once and me feeling so like oh we need someone needs to answer the door somehow I left my body and I only know I did because I remember seeing her walk up to the door, ring the doorbell, and the outfit she was wearing. And then when I finally pull myself out of my sleep paralysis and I go into the living room to join everyone's painting session, she's in that exact outfit. So that's the only reason that I know. Did you know instantly? Yeah, I I didn't say anything to anyone. Who was the person? Sarah Jensen. Does she know? I don't know if I told her. We're never. This podcast is a secret never podcast, apparently. No. <laughs> um. Okay. Well, I want to hear your story okay. now. Okay. I kind of have two, but they're not nearly as freaking awful as yours. That's okay. That's. Good. I'll end That's on the lightest thing. one. So my first okay, one good. is actually also a recurring dream, and I used to have this dream. It's not so much about the actual dream, but it's pretty fucked up. So I'll tell you. The dream that I had was um, it would be my parents' old bed. They have a new bed now, but it was like their old bed and all the old bed sheets and everything. It was just me and my mom sleeping in the bed. But the bed was placed in the middle of like a vast darkness. There was no light, but there was a spotlight on the bed. And then there was a spotlight about, I don't know, I'm not good at distances, but like 200 meters away with a spotlight over there shining on this sort of like conveyor belt factory thing oh my god parents would go into the conveyor belt and come out crushed like in in pieces chunks of meat and i'm having this dream and i'm like four oh, years old oh my gosh and i didn't watch anything s- weird i watched fox and the hound every single day of my three that reminds life. me of like that reminds me of like sweeney todd yeah. well actually jimmy neutron movie when it came out years later there's a conveyor belt scene with all the parents brainwashed going into the conveyor belt oh yeah. which i was like oh my god i knew this was gonna happen but um, <laughs> yeah so basically my dream is that that's happening and that there's a little kid that's yelling and i'm trying to run through the darkness to the little kid to bring the kid back to like me and my mom's bed and my mom's sound asleep and then the little kid's trying to get to me we both just can't get to each other but the part of my dream that's a little bit fucked up is that it 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 comes with sort of like a feeling like a sort of emotion that comes with the dream started entering my real life like my everyday life 
And I was telling my dad about it and he didn't have that exact dream, but he has the recur- some other recurring dream and the, the same feeling. So this feeling is, it, it can just happen in the middle of me talking to you. Like it could happen right now. Like it, it still happens. It still happens. Still like happen. the last time it happened to me was maybe a year and a half ago. I was in the kitchen at home with my mom. And I almost yelled out to her, help me, because I was, like, so trapped. In- it's almost, it's sleep paralysis, but I'm awake. Like, my eyes are open, and I was just having a conversation with someone. So. The feeling is? Yeah. So, like, it's, I'm, like, everything is super, like, I can move, but everything is, like, super right. slowed down. It's creepy. It's, like, you're in a bubble, and everything's really slow and, like, muffled. But at the same time, everything around you is moving so fast. But like, circuits creepy fast, but slow, and blah, blah, and you're like just trapped in this like, what? yeah. And I was describing it to my parents a few weeks ago for oh the first God. time okay. ever, and my dad was sorry. Like, wait, what? Hold on. Don't tell me something I, scary. I need to because I'm. I just got a little scared. Uh, there was like a lag in the video, and there was a. I wonder if it was caught on. I don't know. But it, it was like through my headphones. Who the fuck is my sage? I'm doing it right now. Do you have it right next to yeah, you? Yeah, dude. I told you I have all my weapons and all the things I need right here. Do you think I can Amazon deliver sage to me okay, right now? Okay, I already sent you some. That's what's coming when I asked you for your address. <laughs> oh, it is? <laughs> Thank God. I was like, something's going to happen to us and we need to be prepared. And I know Sabrina doesn't You're have You're the anything. best. <laughs> Good, 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 because I need it ASAP. Once you're done lighting it, will you tell me what you were saying? It's like, you know, in Scooby-Doo when they'd see something scary and they'd try to start running, but Shaggy and Scooby, they'd run, like, for 10 seconds before they'd actually take off. Yeah, yeah, in place. It was sort of like that. But then everything around you is moving so fast and slow at the same exact time, and you just feel like you're about to just lose it. And I told my parents a few weeks ago, and... Oh, God, now the smoke from the frankincense is all in my face. <laughs> Bless me. Um, but, yeah, so I told I told my parents, and my dad was like, oh, my God, I have the same exact feeling. He has a different recurring dream, but the same exact feeling. And we were both the same going feeling. off each other and telling each other the exact same things, which freaked me out. And my mom was like, what? This oh is my weird. Gosh. You guys have brain glitches. Was, was the little kid your brother? No. It was a girl. Do you know? You have no idea. Oh, wow. It was a little girl. I can't remember anything else about her. I just know it was a girl. Jeez. But yeah. And I think that also maybe my brother wasn't in the dream because when I was young, it always sets me at like four years old. But w- when we were really little, my dad wow. traveled a lot and my brother was a newborn. So I slept in my mom's bed with her. Dreams are so fascinating. I know. But should I end on the more positive one? Yeah. Um, when I was in eighth grade, I was dating someone and one of his best friends passed away. He was hit by a drunk driver at like 11 a.m. Oh when goodness. he was crossing the street. Um, and then it was about like a month after he passed away. I had a couple dreams about him and they just they were just very different than other dreams. It was like kind of like I was in control and I was having my own thoughts and I was in my own body and I could like look around and like see my body how I can see it now like look down see my feet like look to the left see my left arm so it's just kind of bizarre so I told my mom about the dreams and she told one of her friends and her friend said tell Karen to write it down and so I just I wrote the dreams down and then was like maybe I should tell Sam's parents about the dream and so I asked them if I could come over 
So me and my mom drive over. His parents are sitting down on the couch. And the dream was so random. It, like, didn't make any sense to me. There was, like, a boomerang, a canoe. Like, I can't even remember what the dream is anymore. But it was a bunch of weird things in succession that didn't make any sense to me. Mind you, right. I didn't know him for more than a year because I just knew him through the person that I had been dating. Your friend. Didn't know anything about his past. But when I told his parents, they were like, oh, these are all like such key things that happened throughout his childhood and his life. It was oh like telling gosh. a story. So it was kind of like his way maybe of being like, oh, I know Corinne will go and, and tell them. So I'll let them know that I'm okay. That's incredible. Yeah. That's so sweet. Yeah. Because it didn't make any sense to me. And I was I like, actually, oh, maybe I'll just go tell them. And then they were like, whoa. But he actually was, when he passed, and I mean, I'm not really in, in communication with his family anymore. But for the the year after he passed, he was very, very communicative and active. A lot of people had experiences with him. Oh, wow. So it wasn't No, just it wasn't you. just me. But as far as I know. Maybe I'm the only one that had a dream like that. Who knows? Because I don't know who right. else. But yeah, so he sent me a sent me a dream. And the other thing, too, was his oh hair goodness. was cut or his hair was longer. It was like it was growing out like the appropriate amount for, for how much time had passed. Oh, that's so yeah. interesting. So I have I actually have one. I just realized I, well, I didn't realize I know I had this, but I for, kind mm-hmm. of forgot about it. So my grandpa died when I was. I think it was 2001, but a few years ago, I had the most vivid dream where he was in it, and it was it was just him and I playing soccer and having a normal conversation and spending time together, and he would always say everything was rubbish, and it was just like, that's like his, that was his catchphrase. He just loved saying, like, all the TV I watched <laughs> was rubbish, and we... It, it felt so real. We were we were just having a conversation and catching up. And I woke up that morning, and I I just I was just like that was so real. And I asked Nick. I, I was like, "What day is it?" And it was August thirty first, which is the day that he passed away. He visited you. Oh he visited. God, I just got so many chills. Me too. So Me I too. think that this episode well, was scarier than we thought it was going to be. <laughs> Yeah. If not for anyone else, it's yeah. terrifying. Oh, for actually, us. okay, so I don't know if you remember, I think it was on our first episode that I had said, or maybe it was the second, that I had said something about um how I read an article about how the sides of your eye, the peripherals, can see differently than right. the front of your eye. That's why people see stuff out of the corner of their eye all the time. So I yeah. was I went and visited some old coworkers that were over in New England for a conference. And one of their wives is from New England, and she had some paranormal stuff happen to her growing up. She was packing up a a bag, like a suitcase or a box or something, and she sees out of the corner of her eye a little boy floating, kind of like leaning on the railing um, on the stairs. So the stairs goes up, and then there's the second floor just just watching watching her. her. And she said every single time she turned to look at him, he wasn't there. But as soon as she turned to look back at her stuff, she could see him out of the corner of her eye. That's so yeah. weird. So I was like, oh, there we go. There's the proof. The proof is in the pudding. Should I just like wear these blinders, like the horse <laughs> blinders, so I can't see out of my peripherals anymore? Yeah. <laughs> and maybe if you just choose to not believe, if you just so badly wish to block everything out, then you'll have more success. Yeah, in not being scared. I mean, but part of me is also 
I don't know. I don't exactly want to close my off myself off. From yeah, it just enough so that you don't have to deal with anything. Yeah, too beyond scary. your level of expertise, right? Like I, I don't mind my whole dream story as much, and I know it's terrible. It really and is. I get the chills from it, but I don't mind it so much because at the time yeah. I had no idea. You know, I learned about it so much later in life that it didn't affect me anymore. That's true. And the house moving forward, nothing happened. Right. Exactly. How long did you live in that house? Until I probably like 10 years. Wow. And it was only in the very beginning or yeah. something. Yeah. I mean, for the whole 10 years, there were the other, the mom and the yeah. son ghost spirits that. Um, I want to learn more about them, but. I'll tell you all about them in another episode. So I know that Signs. it's. It's only the beginning of September, but yesterday I spent about an hour and a half on Pinterest going through all these Halloween party ideas and like how to decorate your house to make it look haunted. Oh my God. So many good things. Oh my gosh. I'll send you a picture that I'm thinking of, but there's one where the coat rack where you walk in, instead of it being a coat rack, there's all these old wooden brooms, like the witches put their brooms. Oh, I love that. I can't wait to have like a house. Like a big house. I know. And some storage. I feel like you and I both, Halloween is the best day of the year because we both get really into dressing up and being in character. Oh, yeah. Being in character. Especially being in character. You'll go mute for like a full four hours if your character calls for it. But I love that at any given time when we, you and I were in a costume, at a costume event, I could come up to you with a character and say, be so-and-so, and you would be <laughs> I'd match it, and then we'd walk around, and people would be like, God, they're so yeah. fucking annoying. <laughs> Excuse me, what? <laughs> be weird. Well. Oh, we should tell everyone to oh, yes. email us at twogirlsoneghostpodcast at gmail.com with your personal ghost stories, and we'll read them we would on love the to read podcast. Them. Yeah, and we'll get spooked and not yep. sleep for weeks. <laughs> And then subscribe, rate, review, please do. Um, we, oh, have we do Twitter? have Twitter, and now we have a Facebook group as well. What's the Twitter account? Well, the full. If you just search two girls, one ghost, it will probably come up. But the actual Twitter handle, since we're limited in characters, it's T G O G, like two girls, one ghost, and then podcast. T G O G. Nice. Our Facebook group is just two girls, one ghost podcast. Facebook group. And our Instagram, Two Girls, One Ghost Podcast, right? Yeah, it's all basically. And similar. Just hang out with us. Interact. Yes. Stay Stay a while. while. Kick up your feet. Get Get comfortable. Turn the lights on. (laughs) Do the sage. Light a candle. Do a Ouija board. Don't do a Ouija board. (laughs) (laughs) Bad advice. I took it back. I took it back immediately. Bad advice. Don't do the Ouija board. Don't burn a Ouija board. Look up the proper ways of disposing of your Ouija board. If you are currently a holder of it. Yes. And wear horse blinders so you don't have to see out of your peripherals. Mm-hmm. All good things. Thanks for listening. All right. We will see you on see the ya. other side. On the other side.